stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. So there are several publications out there that seem to be predicting Rogers will at least go out this year in the Super Bowl if not winning the Super Bowl. Chu, you've always said that expectations in Green Bay are Super Bowl or bust. Does this year feel different to you? Does this feel like there's extra motivation? Does it feel like Rodgers is using the last dance thing to like elevate everybody's uh, expectations? Does it feel like it's Super Bowl or bust more so this year than any other year in Green Bay? Uh, no, it doesn't. Because last year, last year was the scorched, I said it yesterday, the scorched earth, scorched earth year. And it's not always because it's going to reset once uh, Rodgers leaves. Because they're not winning a Super Bowl under Love's first year. No. Right? Maybe no. second year. May, not second. Maybe third year. So it's going to change. But I would say it feels about the same. They're not the top dog. Because there are. There are gaps. Right, I still don't like the D line. Right, yep. mm-hmm. I don't know who the linebackers are. They do have playmakers, though. Oh, you yeah. said that last week. They do have playmakers, but then the offensive line, which they seem to always figure out, could turn into a disaster. Right, I have a hard time because, and it's because they, like you said, they always figure it out. Like they figure out the offensive line. I can see it being not as good as we accept. I just can't see it being an absolute disaster. Like, that's uh, the, the center one position scares me. And I'll tell you what scares me, Gabe, is the two guys right next to each other that are youngsters. Yeah, you so know? it's not the center position. That's because, I mean, again, he was a second-round pick. You expect second-round picks to step up and play quite frequently in the NFL. Yeah, but we've had flops as second-round picks. Sure. Uh, Sherrard was the first-round first pick, first and round he pick. was awful. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying it's a concern. They have what I see is probably three areas of concern. Offensive line, defensive line, and what? Special teams. Uh, linebackers. I just... Well, eh. that's a concern every year. Well, when you have a bad... See, Ron Wolf's philosophy of building a defense was you have two very good corners and you have the best defensive line in football, which makes your linebackers can be guys. You know, and I'm not saying anything disparaging to Brian Williams, Koontz, and Wayne Simmons was pretty good, but Seth, they bring in Seth Joyner, and he wasn't. Um, Wayne Simmons, you can get by with that, but this defensive line is just, in my estimation, they have a guy. They have, they have uh, Kenny, Kenny Clark, and then the other guys are journeymen, right? Well, couldn't Zadarius Smith be up there if he meets expectations, if he exceeds expectations, if he gets on the dang field? I think Chewie's talking more about inside linebacker versus outside linebacker. Yeah, yeah. No, their rush guys are fine. It's just they're very, in my belief, exposed in the middle to a team uh, that, that, not predominantly, but balances their run game with the pass. You know, San Francisco 49ers, they want to grind it out. Okay, so you're going to get a good idea, I mean, theoretically, when the season starts this weekend, of how that defense holds up. But what about the idea of regressing to the mean, Gabe? Like, the Packers have been 13-3 and the last two seasons, and mm-hmm. they've just gotten on the doorstep of the Super Bowl. You can't do that again, can you? I mean, you can't have another great regular season with a couple of hiccups here and there, and then 
fall short of getting to the Super Bowl. Like, are you on board with people saying, like, scorched earth, Matt LaFleur is a great play caller. Like, there's all these reasons why the Packers should be the top team in the NFC. And yet you have the things that Chewy just mentioned that kind of keep you from going that far. Where are you right now as we as we start the season this weekend? Where are you with expectations for this team? And realistically, what do you think is possible? I think going to a Super Bowl is certainly possible. That I mean, this talent, this this roster is good enough. The talent is there now. Again, like injuries can really disrupt that because it's a top-heavy roster. But they've got plenty of playmakers on this team. Matt Lafleur is a really good coach. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Aaron Jones, really good running back. Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL. I think I feel like trying to focus too much on the warts. All these other teams have warts. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive line. It's not like they have the best unit at every position. They went in eleven and five. They went eleven and five last year, and could have easily lost to the Packers in the NFC Championship game. And they return everybody. And it's it is really hard to win. As Chewy can attest to, to win those back to back Super Bowls. Um, but I, I just see that this team is one of the best. You look around the NFC. The NFC West, they've, they've got some really good teams out there, but they've got warts as well. There isn't a team out there that has. Yep, this is a great thing. This is a great thing. Everything about this team is great. That doesn't exist in today's NFL. See, all we have that right now that exists is paper. It's all we can look at, right? Because the preseason now is turned into just worthless. So all we have is paper. And I know this, all right? Tampa Bay will be a top 10 offense. Would you agree with me there? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay is also going to be a top 10 defense. Would you agree with me there? Uh, I could see them potentially not being a top 10 defense. Uh, they got a lot of... Uh, you know, you know what? I take that back. Look at the division they play in, man. I know. They got, so they're going to be a six top teams against those bad offenses. Are the Packers going to be a top five offense? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the defense is. Could be twenty eighth. Could be tenth. They won't be twenty eighth. But as we've indicated, they won't but, be but Gabe, we did that exercise. I made you do the homework last week, the week mm-hmm. before. I can't keep straight. What is time? But the point was, is that even the years that they've had bad defenses like stacking up against other defenses in the league, they've still been a good team. They've still been able to crank out wins. And that, of course, most people believe is because Aaron Rodgers leads that offense. And that is not to say that the talent around Aaron Rodgers are a bunch of jags or just a bunch of guys. They're not. They have good talent around them. That's why I've always pushed back on the narrative that the front office hasn't given Rodgers talent. I think the guys around him are... A, a, a better than average to elite at most of the offensive positions, okay? And you can make the case about Corey Lindsley being one of the best guys at his position and now has gone elsewhere and they're trying to figure that out. That's just kind of a product of, a byproduct of moving on from a guy maybe too early. Maybe Rodgers has a case there. But again, the point is there's a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball and I do think that that side is going to have to carry this team at least at the beginning. And Rodgers seems to seems to believe that as well, right? He believes that on that side of the ball they are going to be uh, a strong guest they're going to be able to really make some stuff happen. What I did find interesting when Rodgers was talking to McAfee yesterday was that he said that communication has been better. Because if there's one thing that we think could be the the fly in the ointment, right, the the thorn in your side, it is the relationship between Rodgers and Goody going forward. But he has said now that that seems to be getting better, Ashton. I don't want to get into the depth of the conversations or the actual conversations too much. I just feel like some things need to be left where they're at. I, I just I will say that there has been uh, better communication than in years past. Um, I think that was understood by uh, all parties involved that that was kind of needed uh, moving forward to have uh, a chance to keep this thing rolling. Um, so that was uh, definitely a different uh 
level of communication than years past, for sure. Does that make you feel more confident about the direction things are going? Because I think Aaron Rodgers is such a complicated guy that you could almost make the argument that if communication stayed pat, if Goody just kind of did what he's been doing, that that would irritate and irk and motivate Rodgers in a different way. Right. Obviously, the goal here has always been better communication. That is what Rogers has been seeking. He's talked about the culture, the philosophy, the character, etc. Now that communication is better, should we be worried about that? Should be like, oh well. I don't know. I just don't. Uh, how much did you? Run? I mean, exa- how I much know did you exactly see run? where you're going? How much we did you see didn't. run during? And I didn't want to see run. All I wanted to do because it was a plateful enough is play football. I mean, where's he going to get this time to, well, you should but bring this guy in and do this. But that was my biggest issue with this whole I, I thing, Chu, was like, how much are you actually going to see, Goody? Why is this such a big deal? Once the season starts, your path is barely crossed. Is this just an ego stroke? You just need to be involved in the conversations? Because, again, you've been saying that the entire time I've been around you, Chu, that once the season starts, the relationship is basically... Yeah, you don't have time. You mentioned on paper. It's an on-paper you, relationship. You know, what, you know what I think it is, Jen? And I know people that are like this. It's called control freaks. Just want to control everything. They'll give you a... Like, well, I don't want... We might as well get in trouble. What the hell? It's <laughs> I was, Wednesday. I, I wanted to say, you know? buddy. I don't don't do the, it. Don't I go doing? to the I'm edge. Not... Don't go to the edge, man. It's like when I ask someone in the household where you want to go to dinner, and I throw out... You know, suggestions? No, I don't want to go there. Nah, I don't want to go there. No, I don't want to. How about Italian? Yeah, let's go Italian. We haven't had that in 12 hours. Let's do that again. You know? Does she say, I don't care, you choose? I didn't say she. I said in the household. In the household. We're not throwing our guy under the bus. Do you know people like that that want your suggestion, but... They could really care less. At the end, it doesn't really matter. They're just like, well, where do you want to go?